Well, I'm so excited because I've been thinking all day. I have been thinking all day. What kind of questions can I ask? Well, not just today, but um, since deciding to do this Men on Marriage series. So we're going to get right into it. Hi, wives. Welcome to the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast. I am so glad you could join me today. So as promised... We have a husband. Stan is here with us today. Thank you, Stan, for sharing with our wives today. We know it's going to be good. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me. So first question, why did you get married? You know, that's one of the things you, you just don't really plan. I mean, I, I guess everybody thinks at some point in time, I'm going to get married. You just don't know when that time's going to be. You know, and I was in college. I mean, I wasn't you know, thinking about getting married. I was in a fraternity and having fun and playing sports and this and that. And, you know, I, I met my wife and just one thing led to another. And I fell in love and it just, it was, you know, it just happened. She was so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. The whole thing. If you don't marry him, you lose him. So you got to yes. you got to grab it quick. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So the next question I have is, what attracted you to her? What was it about your wife that made you think, oh, she is a she's wife material? Well, you know, of course, when you're young, you know, the outward appearance is always, you know, the first thing that grabs you. But you know, she was cute. <laughs> I was a lucky guy, but anyway, um, you know, we just, we, we talked a lot. We got to know each other and we found out, you know, we, we had a lot in common, you know, mm. um, we both went to same, we were both same denomination in church okay. and we were very strong in church. We're Baptist. Okay. That's okay. If you're not. <laughs> oh yeah. Right, 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 right. As long as God is first. There's not going to be any denominations in heaven. So that's right. That's right. But anyway, you know, I just, uh, we talked and it's just, I, I just fell in love and I realized, you know, this is the one for me. It's just the little things that she did just, you know, just kind of amazed me. I mean, she would do everything in the world to try to make me happy, which oh, I don't, that's sweet. Uh, you know, of course, after you get married, you know, that kind of trends off a little bit. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's just we had so much in common and we hung we, we just we spent time together all the time i mean I, you know i worked a lot but all my off time we were together and it just it just kind of you know led to it yeah that sounds good that that sounds that sounds good because you know i think now in today's society and because my my children ages range from 34 to like 27 we have a lot of different conversations. The oldest daughter is married. This is like her second year coming up. She's She'll be going into her third year. And over the years, we've had various conversations about marriage. And it's very interesting because these young people, the things that are important to them almost seem to be the reverse of what was important to earlier generations, older generations. They yeah. think about, you know, the money first, you know, they think about how they're going to live, where they're going to live, the travel. And it sometimes it just amazes me the reasons why I've heard young people get married. It's about, you know, 
an image a lot of times. And so I'm just so glad that I was born 1968, the mm -hmm. year that changed the world. <laughs> so the next question I have, well, it's not a question, but in your opinion, what is one expectation you think most men have when they get married? Expectation. Um, well, we want to be happy. Um, mm -hmm. Most men, especially back, you know, when women didn't work. Yeah. They all work now. They have to work. Yes. Like partnership now. We're used mm -hmm. to provided for everything back in the day. My grandparents and, you know, the woman was expected to, you know, wash clothes, have supper ready when you get mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. Those times are no more. Now it's a joint effort where yes. everybody join in to make it work. So, you know, my expectations when I got married is just, I just want to be happy and have a family. Yeah. So just, just get married to have your person, have a family. And I think even in the process of that thought about getting married, I remember when I got married, it wasn't, I, it wasn't anything that I like dreamed of getting married because I had other plans then I got married because I got married at age 19 and I feel like my, my, my plans kind of went left because I didn't necessarily do what I wanted to do, but looking back on it, I wouldn't change it. I would still get married at 19. You know, I would still struggle, you mm -hmm. know, um, I would still sleep in that one little twin bed Calvin and I had, which was crazy now because we have a king size bed and it still sometimes feel like it's just you too much, you know, too close sometimes, you know, and these young people don't have that. They don't have that struggle and experience. And I think that that's something that is unfortunate. You know, some of them will go through those struggles, but what do you think struggles at the beginning add to a marriage and how maybe it, attributes to longevity in a marriage well like i said when, when you know when i first got married i was working in a grocery store working crazy hours and um she was and i, I she was still in college and we didn't want her to quit school so she stayed in college and um i worked and on one salary we lived in a little small apartment and you know we're we're counting pennies just to see if yeah. we and you know, sometimes it was tough, but we didn't yeah. know. If we, but you know, we 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 both had strong faith, and we prayed, and, and God got us through it. And uh, yeah. you, you can do things like that when it gets tough on your own. Um, and those tough times made us what we are today. Uh, you know, you you work hard, and you get these things. And, and you're right; I see a lot of kids today that, I mean, they get married and they're moving into these huge houses driving these fancy cars i'm like yes. how do do this yes i think they're you know and, and they're probably living paycheck from paycheck yes and, and you know one thing goes wrong and, and, and they're in trouble they're in and, trouble you know it's hard for you hard, hard to get in trouble if you don't have anything so, hey, I mean, right <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those things you just i i, I don't know how they do it and, and like i said a lot of them do struggle yeah and Financial difficulties is a strain on the marriage. It really is. Yes, it is. You start, you know, fighting and arguing. Next thing you know, that 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 team concept's gone, and then yes, 
in different directions because it's just not working anymore. Yes. Yes. When you pour together, then you really appreciate when you do get things and God blesses you. Yes. And then, you know, you turn it around. I got, you know, I got a son who's got four grandkids and now, you know, we have to help them from time to time. Yes. 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 Not my help. So now we're, you know, passing it on down. Yes. Not told him. I said, one day you're going to be doing this with your kids. So <laughs> that's good right there. That is good right there. You know, one of the the things I think um, where I want us to kind of focus about focus on today. Years ago, when I was younger in the marriage, we had children. I don't know if we had all three at the time. I was an at home mom. A domestic goddess is what I um, the crown I wore at the time. And. I was struggling. And the reason I was struggling is because it is a lot. A lot of people don't realize how hard it is to be at home with your mm -hmm. children 24 hours a day and not be that sitting on the sofa, story watching, cookie eating mama. Rather, you know, I was a busy mom. You know, we were doing things. It was, you know, it was, it would be overwhelming. And beside the fact that I only had these little individuals to talk to all day, you know, was very interesting. Well, one day in my Bible reading, I came across an article in, um, it is the word and life study Bible. It's the King James version. And it's, um, I think it was published by Nielsen. And in this Bible was an article and it was called the family, a call to long-term work. And in this article, this article, I'm going to say it told me because it reached right out and told me that there were various stages in marriage. And when I read this article, I sat back with a great big sigh of relief because one of the stages, the honeymoon stage of marriage, of course, we know that's when we are in love. They, our spouse can do no wrong. We still like them pretty much the same. Then it went to, it told, it um, spoke on the child rearing years when you start having children and how, you know, that is a season in marriage. And then it went on to talk about, you know, not just when you're having children, but then bringing them up, raising them and all of the activities that come along with that season in marriage. Then it was the child launching years when you get them on, you know, to college and you let them go. And it talked about the empty nest years and the alone years. When I read this article, it was life-changing in my marriage because it helped me to realize that this was just a season mm -hmm. in my life. So tell me, I want us to talk about these, these, I want you to give me your experience or your perspective on a few of these seasons, because I think like you, you've been married how many years? This June will be 42 years. 42 years. Isn't God good? Yes, he is. Now, let me ask you this question now. And if it's going to, um, you know, cause a little wrinkle, don't answer. Does it seem like 42 years? Give the right answer, Stan. No, it's it's flown by. I mean, okay, I, that's the right answer. Flown by, you know. Yeah, 
I would agree. It's been over 35 for Calvin. And I keep saying that because I really need to see if it's 36 or almost 37. You know how it is. You kind of sometimes you get a little confused with the years. But it doesn't seem like it's been that long for Calvin and I either. And no. I think it not because it's been perfect. But just because God <clears throat> blessed us to rub along pretty decently. Mm -hmm. So. In that honeymoon stage. Give one thought when you think back on your honeymoon stage or give a piece of advice about the honeymoon stage. If you could sum it up in a sentence or two, how would you advise a wife who is in that first two to three years of marriage? I'll tell you what, you know, when I was in college, like I said, I, I, I like to go out and have a good time and, and go to the clubs and all this kind of stuff. And my wife, not so much. Um, and I, I, I thank God put her in my life for that reason. Mm -hmm. uh, not as straighten me out, so to speak, is where I would have ended up. But I, I know, like I said, she, she I'll come home on a Friday. Hey, we're going out tonight. No, we're going to stay home. We're going to watch TV. We're going to do this. And, and I would, I would get mad, but yeah. she, she, stay patient. Yeah. And then, you know, as the years went along we had kids then all of a sudden i just kind of transitioned into that dad now granddad and you know i look back now and i thank god for that because you know if i'd have had a wife that went out with me and party with me things may not be the same y'all would have been wilding out wilding out and just things a lot of times things go go bad when everybody's out doing yes this. yes so, she planted that seed that you know, I, I, you know, after time, if you really love somebody, then you're going to do what it takes to make yes. it. Yes, yes. My wife, and then, like I said, I, it was four years before we had my son. So the first two years were, like I said, it was kind of tough. But then I started kind of settling down. And, and one of the big things is we both went to church, but when we went to college and got married, we kind of fell out of church. Mm -hmm. Made those first couple of years even harder. Um, but her parents invited us to go to uh, church and go to their Sunday school. And uh, ever since then, we've never been out of church, never been yeah. out of Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That's foundation because now I'm listening to older men that I can get advice from that help me get to where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. So just being, just finding that niche in your marriage, just kind of balancing each other out in the beginning is very important. And of course, and of course, making God center is what I think I hear you saying about that honeymoon stage. Yep. And that's, that's where we struggled is when we didn't have God first. In yeah. Our yeah. Yeah. I think, you know. I think we all kind of go through that after, especially when we leave home, if we've been raised in church, we all kind of go, you know, we step all away from it for a little while, but it, cause, because I know I did, Calvin did, but thank God, you know, the word does say that, you know, if we raise them up in a way, they'll go, but so far and come back. So let's talk about these child rearing we're gonna skip the childbearing because i think that they they are one and the same raising children that can have an effect on marriage what about 
what would you say to wives who are just starting? They have toddlers, you know, they have, you know, children just starting out in school and it's stressful, you know, on a relationship. It really is because I know as a mom and a wife, I've said to Calvin, you know, often that I wish I had been more intentional with our relationship because I poured everything into the kids you know everything mm -hmm. we had to go here do this do that and I wish I had been more intentional how would you advise a wife who is you know her marriage whether she's been married five or ten years but they're just starting out with these kids you know and things are getting a little rocky how would you advise this wife well you know we, we Kids are always going to test you. I know my wife was, we were lucky in the fact that she was actually pregnant when she was teaching up in Bryan County. And then uh, after we had my son, uh, the ride was just too much, you know, yeah. daycare, this and that. So she was home with him until he started preschool. Mm -hmm. And then work in his preschool. And then when he moved to elementary school, she's actually been there with both of my kids. So that made it a little easier, but. You're right. You get so busy with the kids, and especially today, they got dance like tonight. They got soccer. They got basketball. They got football, cheerleading. There's just so much going on that your focus becomes on that child rather yes. than – That's very, very dangerous. You got you got to take those date nights and just yes. say, okay, you, know, you know, Friday night, they're going to sleep over at grandma's. And we, and we did that a lot. Her, her mom, who's passed now, God bless her soul used to keep uh, Sarah for us and we would, we would have our date nights. And I yes. think that's that connection. Yes. So making sure that, that, that you have those date nights, wives, it's important to nurture your marriage relationship during those child rearing years. It's very important. I know that, um, Child launching years, you know, is the next thing that this particular um, article stated. And it was very interesting because I can remember, and I know you have an older son who's married. It was hard. That was stressful for me, even just the, the letting go process. It's just, it was hard. It was hard. We had um, very, the, the older two were two years apart. So they came, you know, it was back to back. I barely had time to get over the first one, you know, moving away and um, going off to school. And then the second one is hard. How would you advise a woman who is in that stage from your perspective, from a man's perspective, Sometimes Calvin would give me advice, you know, when I would say my youngest daughter, she wouldn't call all the time. I could tell when she was like upset or she had me on punishment. She wouldn't call. And he would say, she'll call if she needs something. He really did keep me grounded and he really did help me to. <clears throat> Excuse me. She, he really did help me to. To kind of. I can't say let go because I didn't. I haven't. How would you advise a wife from the man's perspective when letting go? It's tough. Uh, you know, it's, it's the weirdest thing. We you know when my son, you know, he lived with us till he was probably in his early 20s. And then he moved out with some friends and this and that. But but 
somehow or another, that wasn't that hard for me. I mean, it was like, okay, he's a grown man. It's, it's time for him to move on. And um, we struggled, though. We struggled, Stan. The first couple of nights, I'm like, okay, something's not right here. But, you know, <laughs> I was able to adjust better than my wife. My wife, it took her a while. And um, it, and she struggled. Now, my daughter, now I'm struggling. Uh, my daughter's a senior in high school. And she, I, 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 you know, she's a daddy's girl. I mean, that's my yeah. world. Yeah. And talking about going off to college, I'm like, um, I think you should find a college around here and stay yeah. home. Yeah. but you got to let go and I, and I think another thing that was important with children is especially as a husband and wife they'll play you against each other mm -hmm. and my daughter is a, a, an artist at it you know yeah. she'll ask mom, uh, mom can I do this or can I do that and she'll say no nope, you can't do it and then she'll go to dad and try to get dad to overrule mom oh goodness never overrule mom right thank <laughs> you smart just as important for the wife to also support the husband. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's where if it's a big issue, you should talk it out mm -hmm. and you page and, and then you sit down with your child and you talk to them and, and, and then you don't have three different opinions. You, you know, it's mom and dad says this mm -hmm. got to be on the same page. Cause it just doesn't work. If mom says you can do this and dad says you can't, and, you know, they'll play you. And yes. I think it's important to be on the same team. Yes. Yes. I know when I think back on my daughter moving out, um, with the first one, I did good. She went all the way. She went through undergrad, did very well. She stayed in town, but she lived on campus. So that mm -hmm. was okay. Second daughter moved. She went to school, but it was about an hour away. That was okay. But when that oldest daughter, we had to drive her up. Mm -hmm. four hours away I was fine until the ride home yes and I began to think about this what am I doing I am leaving my daughter four hours away and that mm. is when it hit me mm. but Calvin was very supportive wives I just want you to know if you are in that stage of child launching your children are grown up. They're going off to college. It is okay to feel devastated because it's almost like you, it's to me, it was almost like my soul was being ripped out because we have that 18, 19 year experience of raising our children. And I always ask my kids for grace. You know, I would tell them, listen, it's, 18 years, I was able to tell you what to do. I had expectations of you, you know, this, that, and the other. You have to allow that. It's not going to take me two days to, to just right. erase all of those habits, you know, and concerns. So wives, Stan gave us some very good advice. You know, talk to your spouse, talk to your husband, be on the same page, even though they don't live together, you don't live with them anymore. Be on the same page as it relates to, I'm going to say, giving them money, you know, just various decisions that has to be made with the children. That is very important to your marriage. So now you're not, you, you're not here yet, but I want to, I want to hear your, your, what you think and how what would be good for you when those 
Empty nest years come. First, let me just tell you, it's a blessing. Once your daughter leaves, it's going to be so sad. Mm-hmm. But let me let me encourage you, Stan. Oh, no. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> he didn't leave town. He went to Armstrong. Don't uh-huh. he really didn't go off to school. He stayed here and went to school. She's talking about going to Carolina to go to school. Oh not, goodness, not that far. But you know, it's one of those things where I've always been her. I look at myself as being her protector. Mm-hmm. My little girl. Mm-hmm. You better not mess with her. Mm-hmm. You know, like if she's that far away from me, even though it's only an hour away or an hour and a half away, I feel like I'm losing control of being able to protect her. And that's what scares me to death. Yeah. You know, daddy's not there when, is daddy going to be there when she needs him? Yeah. I mean, scares me. And, and she's yeah. a lone woman. She can take care of herself, but it's more, it's my problem, not her. She's ready to go. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can't hold them back. I mean, cause it's just, that's the way life works. Yeah. So how would you advise what what would help you through? How can a wife help a husband? Because I believe Calvin struggled a little more than I did, even though he wouldn't say it. He wouldn't show me. But just some of the the ways in which he interacted with them, I believe he had a harder time letting go than I did. I was very vocal with my letting go, but he was not. What kind of support can you advise wives in this stage of marriage to give her husband? What kind of support would you, would make it better for you? You know, I know one, having a 35 year old son and an 18 year old daughter, we have not been able to do a lot of things we want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so telling me, hey, you know, we're going to be able to take those vacations that we want to take that we haven't been able to do for years. Mm-hmm. And then there's the grandkids. I get to spend more time with the grandkids. Yes. So, that's, so, you know, she keeps me level. I mean, she's got a lot of things planned for me. I'm not going to be sitting here moping. She's going to keep me busy. <laughs> so yeah. just having plan. So so planning, just having things that will kind of help you to adjust to it just being the two of you. Stay busy. That's, that's yes, thing. yes. Just you just need it. Wives, help your man stay busy. Even though he may not say he is missing those babies, he's missing those children. They are having some of the same emotions that we experience when it's time to let go of our beloved children. So be supportive, be gentle, be kind, and not just think about your feelings. We have to think about our our husband's feelings as well because they have them macho men that they are. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. still have those feelings, and what I hear Stan saying is that you know men need help getting through these difficult times as well. I know we depend on them for you know to be the strong ones, but it is okay for us to swoop in and. And you know, and 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 save them some time. It's okay. That's what I hear you saying. And, and you know, and you're right about Calvin. Calvin's one of these guys. He doesn't show a lot of emotion. I know. I'm the same way. And and you know, men tim- typically are like that. We hold it inside. Mm-hmm. We're by ourselves, or where if I'm at work during the day, you know, I may you know get emotional. But you know, when I'm around my family, I'm not a macho guy. I want to yeah. be. Yeah. So you know, I would 
tell wives, don't assume that they're okay. You go up and give them a hug. Just give them a little kiss. You know, how's your day going? Are you okay? Are you okay with them? You know, three days in at being in college, how are you doing? Are you all right? I mean, you'll see them open up, but you, you got that niche. Most men just going to be the macho guy and I'm not showing emotion. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good right there, wives. I hope you wrote that down. I hope you put that in your pocket because that right there is going to make for some very nice trips, ladies. You know, you're going to be able to suggest some very nice places to go, you know? So that is good. That is good. And you know, the last, the, the last season that this article wrote about was the alone years. And I don't know. I don't want to think about those years. I'm not ready to even talk about those years. We're just going to drop that in there. I know that there are ladies who are out there who are experiencing, who may be widowers at this time, widows. We're going to address that in another podcast, but that is one of the stages of marriage. So ladies, be encouraged in whichever stage of marriage you are in because you know there is going to come a time where you may be alone or your husband may be alone we want to make the best of our marriage while we can and that is the reason why we do this what we do on this podcast because marriage is a beautiful thing would you agree stan absolutely absolutely uh, you know, take one day at a time. Don't worry about what tomorrow is going to bring because, you know, you just don't know. And you, enjoy the time that you have while you have it. Yes. Because uh, you can't get it back once it's gone. You can't get it back. And you know what I think I'm learning to do? I find that I'm becoming much more settled. I, I'm very impulsive. Calvin will tell you. I'm very impulsive. And I think it's my dad's fault. My dad always told me, if you see something that you want and you can afford to get it, get it, you know, go for it, you know, whatever. And I'm adventurous. I want adventure. I, you know, all of that had settled down, you know, once I started having children or whatever. But I can tell you this, it's bubbling up <laughs> since it's just Calvin and I, that adventure. But, you know, Calvin, you know, he's <laughs> more steady. He keeps me grounded. He keeps me from doing crazy stuff. But... I you don't like spending money. <laughs> no, but that's all right. I got his back on that. I can take care of that for him. Listen, we had an opportunity. This is a funny story about money. I can remember I stay home on the weekends because I can spend money. It doesn't take me but a few minutes to spend. Mm -hmm. So I, but I just like being still on the weekends. I like being at home. I just like being at home. And so one particular weekend I can remember he wanted to go out to the mall for something. And I said, oh, no, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to stay in. I'm always in PJs on the weekends. And this day I said, okay. And, you know, he kind of convinced me. I said, I really don't like to go because I don't want to spend any money. And I know my weakness. Ladies, know your weaknesses. Don't be afraid to admit them. Well, I ended up going with him. And I can tell you, and he can vouch for the, he can, he can, say that this actually happened we were in the mall for 15 minutes and i spent 150 bucks of his yep. bucks yep it's easy to do and he was like what i said this is why i do not and it wasn't anything it was stuff that we needed it was something that we needed we could have it was something that we really could use we didn't need but we could really use 
And it was okay. I'm going to admit it was candles, candles. <laughs> it was candles. Okay. They were having a sale. It was candles and stuff to make your house smell good. <laughs> and, but that's a side note. That's just that spending money thing. Ladies, when you have an empty nest, it is a blessing because your children's hands are out of your pockets, husband's pockets, all of that change, you know, that used to go out. You don't have to worry about that anymore. But I just think that I want to encourage wives who are in all of these various stages of marriage to be encouraged because what you're going through now is just a season. I like to tell people to read the book of Proverbs in the Bible because the Proverbs for me are the rules for living. That's what I've always called them. They are the rules for living. And I think even in Psalms, when you get discouraged, Go to the book of Psalms, find something in there that is going to encourage you. The Bible has so many scriptures, even about marriage. Some we don't like. I'm just going to say some we do not like. But marriage is such a beautiful thing. And if we are intentional with our husbands, ladies, if we are intentional about cultivating our relationship with Christ, then we're not going to have a perfect marriage. All of our hours may not be happy ones, but they will be blessed ones. Would you agree, Stan? Absolutely. Absolutely. You so know, this uh, is what I want you to remember today. As we conclude this discussion on the various stages of marriage, I just want you to remember that God has given us every tool within us because he made us as women and he left instruction in the word. Of course, the women in the Bible, those wives, we thought we went through some things, but the women in the Bible, oh, they have stories to tell. So wives, <laughs> I want you to be encouraged because you do know that here on the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast, we are striving to be that wife. Stan, would you do us the honor of praying for wives in all stages of marriage? Absolutely. Dear Lord, we just, we thank you for being our God, most of all, and offering salvation to us, Lord, so we can go through life and, and know that one day that we'll spend it with you in heaven. And Lord, we know that, that our, our children, our wives, our husbands and all of our loved ones one day, Lord, we will lose them. But we all know that if we are, have you in our heart, that we will spend eternity together. Yes. And Lord, that's too. when I lose a loved one, it hurts for a, a season, but then I understand that I will see them again. And that's what I cling to. I, I love my wife dearly. And if something happens to her, Lord, it would devastate me. But then I would know I'll get to see her again. So, Lord, we just thank you for that, that, that peace that you give us. And, Lord, there are many wives out there right now probably listening that are going through troubled times. Uh, they don't know which way to go. And, and husbands, the same thing. They, they just don't know how their marriage is going to survive. Lord, the way to survive a marriage is to put you first. Lord, if, if when we go through these tough times, if we quit trying to fix things on our own, 
and handle it on our own and we just turn it over to you, uh, then Lord, I think your marriage will be blessed. Yes. Lord, you put us together for a reason and it's not your will for us to be torn apart. Your will is for us to succeed. And Lord, I thank you for my wife that 42 years, Lord, I, I, that's a blessing. And I, and I thank you for that. And I thank you for Calvin and Kim and their marriage. And Lord, we just, we're blessed in so many ways that we just, we're not thankful enough for. And Lord, like I said, if there's anyone out there, Lord, that, that is going through a tough time right now, I pray that they'll seek that that one, uh, a pastor or a friend that, that knows you, Lord, that can lead them and, and advise them. Don't try to do things on their own. Lord, just thank you for the way you love us and take care of us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen, amen. Wives, you know what I'm going to say. Stan, thank you so much for being here. I know that wives listening today are going to be encouraged by your perspective on the stages of marriage. Wives, if you have not shared this podcast, I need you to share it. There are women out there who are hurting, who want to save their marriages. Share this podcast with your married friends, with your engaged friends, with young ladies who you know are thinking about getting married. Download. Come on, give us some stars. Like the podcast. Because here on the Wives Evolving Daily Podcast, we are striving to be that wife. The wife who is husband-tested and God approved. Until next time, smooches! <laughs> <laughs>